What's good? We are here. Today is Tuesday. What's the date? Tuesday, December 29th. And we are here with our last stock tip Tuesday of 2020. Uh, man, very grateful. Very grateful for the year that it's been. Got a lot I want to talk on. And just thankful for one, our viewers. Thank you to every person. If you've tuned in to a stock tip Tuesday this entire year, whether it's once, 10 times, whether it's on the YouTube, IG, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever it might be, man, I really appreciate every single view. I appreciate every single listen. And I thank you. You know, I thank you all for tuning in. I hope that I've been able to provide value this year. Um, I hope that this year, <clears throat> in a year that a lot of people are going to look back, and I was talking with a few friends of mine, and you already got some people calling, 2020 might be the worst year ever. False. Uh, I saw a quote on Instagram. I think P. Diddy might have posted it, but it was basically saying how if 2020 didn't bring out the hustle in you, then it's not in you. And I believe that. And for me, it was actually just talking with Lid at the table today. 2020, you know, obviously we're here, Stock Tip Tuesday, we're talking about income. What this year for me, more than anything else, has shown me how tangible different steps to ensure our financial freedom. Uh, different steps to ensure our long-term wealth, different steps to ensure that we can pay the rent on time. God has really been revealing to us, and I'm just, I'm grateful. You know, y'all that have been tuning, you've been a part of the journey, and so I really just wanted to put together one final episode of the year to kind of talk on everything where I am mentally, what I'm looking forward to for 2021, give some specific companies, some sectors that I'm looking at going into the new year, and just like always, hopefully, I'll be able to provide some sort of value. I even got some notes, so I brought some notes out to kind of keep my mind on track. Uh, <clears throat> so just real quick, for those that maybe you already tuned in, you know who I am, you've been following, then you know about my journey. But for those that maybe this is your first time, maybe this is your first time hearing out or hearing the Stock Tip Tuesday, just a little bit of background to kind of tell you all how I got here to this point on the investment side. Spoke on this before, went to Vanderbilt, got an undergrad degree in economics, and I realized very relatively quickly that college, even Vandy, that's considered a top 20 institution, really teaches us minimally when it comes to financial literacy, when it comes to understanding how to create wealth for ourselves, when it comes to taxes, debt, interest rates, investing, all of the different financial tools, aspects, tactics, we're just not properly taught it. And uh, I remember when I was a sophomore uh, in school, my guy Trey, uh, college roommate, we had what we call Taj Kicks, Trey and Joshua Kicks, where we would buy and sell shoes, we would flip them, maybe buy them for 200, sell them for 300, whatever it can be. And doing this kind of venture, this was our sophomore year, maybe did for eight to 10 months, made a good amount of money, really became kind of the go-to shoe plug for a while when I was in college. Uh, and really at this point kind of realized like, man, school's not teaching me how to make money, but I'm making money. And so from there, like I said, I got a degree in economics, but it really wasn't until 2015, 2016 that my boy Drew uh, sent me this YouTube video. I've talked to him multiple times called The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale and really just got me on the path of podcasts and kind of that journey for wisdom. 
From there, I watched a video, Tony Robbins, Seven Simple Steps to Financial Freedom. He did an interview with Lewis Howes, and it completely changed the game for me. I ended up reading Tony's book, Money Master the Game. Um, check it out if you have it. It's a book, book I recommend to all people. Me and Liv, we've done a little bit of studying on the Dave Ramsey, things of that nature. Uh, got into investing in 2017, took plenty of L's, plenty of losses. But over just the last few years, I allowed myself to become exposed. I allowed myself to learn. I allowed myself um, to, to dive into an area of life that I knew was needed to gain some knowledge and wisdom. Uh, and like I said, I just I, I intentionally placed myself in this space and just decided to learn. was willing to take losses. Like I mentioned, I've taken a lot of losses investing. I've lost money, you know, like let's call it spade a spade. Um, my first year, I think I was maybe negative 40%. Like that's horrible, okay? So that's not good. Um, but fast forwarding to where I am now, and as we get in a few minutes, I'll kind of tell you all what my year to date percent return is for this year. I'm grateful for the journey that it's been. I look forward to continuing to learn. I'm not an expert. I'm just someone that's, you know, learn lessons on the way. I'm not a financial advisor. I want to make that clear. I'm not someone that you can give me your money. I'm going to do X, Y, Z with it. That's not me. I'm not here to tell you what to do with your money. I'm simply here to give you my advice, my thoughts. And from there, you can kind of do with it what you will. If you lose money investing because of me, that's on you. You need to do your own due diligence. Uh, but I do believe that those that have been tuned in, uh, can bear some fruit or have some fruit that they've been able to kind of take hold of. So from there, you know, this year has been an amazing one. Um, when you talk about just everything with COVID, Nashville tornadoes, we just had the bombing the other day. That's like crazy. But when you look at the financial side, which is obviously why we're here, this has been my best year yet. It's been my best year yet on the investment side. Y'all have talked like NEO, N-I-O, dollar sign, N-I-O. You can Google it. Neo was a company I did a stock tip Tuesday on multiple months ago. Well, it was really the first company that, you know, and I, I bring this example because it's, to me it's, it's a tangible. I'm a believer in tangible examples, examples we can hold on to and walk away with. Neo was a company, I was just on Twitter, you know, social media, came across a ticker symbol, was at like five or six dollars at this point. This actually might have been 20, yeah, this is 2019. And from there, you know, did my own research. Uh, it was a company that not many people knew about it. Nobody was, you know, giving uh, podcast episodes about it or YouTube episodes about it. Jim Cramer or this person or that person. Nobody was really talking about it. I just saw it on Twitter from a random Joe Schmo, and just decided to do my own research, do my own due diligence. Went on YouTube, listened to the conference calls, listened to the earnings reports, things of that nature. And from there, Neil has without a doubt been my best investment I've ever had. Neil's up over a thousand percent, or maybe maybe two thousand plus percent since my my uh, my entry point. And it's just it's really shown me that if we do just take the time, like if you yourself, you are someone you're listening to this, if you yourself think you understand just concepts, humans, monetary, like trade and value, supply and demand then I think if you really just take the time to research, you can find yourself some jewels that can take you steps into gaining financial freedom. And like I said, with Neo, it was nothing over the top, just decided to actually do my research. That's an issue that I find a lot of people, they're not even willing to start, not even willing to read a simple article. 
You know, if you yourself right now, you answer the question, yes, I want to be wealthy, but you have not taken the time to at least read one article this whole year, you don't really want to be wealthy. You just you kind of think you do because the want is going to show by the action. If you're not taking the action steps to get to where you claim that you want to get to, you don't really want to get there. You just have a hope that you will one day, but you need to be able to take those act, those tangible action steps to get there. So year to date, uh, I have not spoken on the overall performance of my portfolio. Uh, I try to remain as humble as I can. However, this is the time to pat yourself on the back. If you, you are someone, you know, if you play the long game, if when COVID came, you held your cards or maybe you bought a little more, you stuck it out, stuck through everything, stuck through the nonsense. If you are someone that you've decided to kind of just take a step back and realize like, hey, I just need to do the right research. I need to kind of be more intentional about what I'm doing with my money. And if you're sitting in a good spot right now, not only pat on the back to me, pat on the back to you. So year to date, uh, if you saw me on my Instagram, my personal Instagram at AsianGrady underscore, I posted not only my year to date uh, portfolio performance, but also my wife's. And I want to talk about her in a little bit as well. This year, in the last 365 days, our, my portfolio is up around 70% overall, 70% overall. Um, Right now, I'm probably invested in maybe, now this is not my retirement account, so that's a Roth IRA, all that, this is different. This is my investing account that I have access to on Robinhood, and I'm up roughly 70%, and it will be more, but it took a couple losses this week. Um, but like I said, up roughly 70%, man, and no need to talk about the dollar amount because to me, that's not what it's about. It's about the percentage, the percentage. That's one thing, if you are someone, you're listening to this, take notes. When it comes to your money, it's about the percentage. Interest rates, percentage. Uh, when it comes to your gains, it's percentage. Everything is percentage-based. Agent fees, percentage. Marketing fees, percentage. The percentages are what matters most. And for me to be able to be, you know, in a three, 365 days, up 70%, okay? So to give a bit of perspective, if your money is sitting in a bank account for 365 days, you're losing money. So negative percent, okay? Because you got bank fees, you have inflation, all these things, and you're losing money, okay? So negative percent, okay? The S&P 500, which we'll talk about in a second, the S&P 500 over the last 80-something years, every year has averaged a gain of 8%, 8%, okay? One-year portfolios of 70%. That's really good, okay? So again, I try to remain as humble as possible. That is like, I'm even just saying that, like that's why I've been so hesitant to speak on the portfolio. I don't even show lid too much anymore, but 70% is incredible. It's incredible. It just, it really is, and I'm grateful. But on the flip side, and I posted this on my Instagram caption, I think it's one thing to be able to do something yourself. It's another to be able to teach it to someone else and make them self-sufficient. Shout out my wife, man. Shout out to Lydia. Lydia was, I mean, I've had a few friends that I've talked to and I've Try to give them stock tips or, hey, you might want to consider this, whatever it can be. My wife was just all in, man, all in. I've talked to her about this before. I think, I'm not 100% sure, I believe I put out an episode on Peloton. If I haven't, my apologies, but even my wife, like, Peloton. Peloton was a company. She bought the bike. She really liked cycling. She worked at Cycle Bar. She loved Soul Cycle. We said, hey, Lid, you know, let's think wealthy. If we're going to pay... X amount, I think a Peloton bike maybe is like two grand or roughly. If we're gonna pay this two grand, let's buy some shares. Peloton was at maybe 50, 60 bucks around that time. 
Now I sound like 140, okay? My wife, I want to say she's made, again, over a thousand percent on a Peloton trade. If that money's in a, sitting in a bank account, it's making no money or you're spending it. And for her to be able to take, just as an example, I don't know the amount, to have a thousand dollars and it become two thousand dollars and you're not doing nothing, but by letting your money sit, come on now. That's the dream. The dream is to be able to make money while you're sleeping. And so, you know, for my wife, I also posted her on Instagram. I think my portfolio is around 70%. Her portfolio is around 70%. I think maybe 66, 68%. And this is someone, she didn't get a degree in econ. You know, she didn't watch all these YouTube videos. She just listened to her husband. You know, she, she tuned in when we have these meaningful conversations. She's not just investing in Peloton. She's investing in Starbucks. Starbucks. We were going to Starbucks a lot. Uh, especially once Roman came, you know, we were going to Starbucks about every day for a period of time. And she said, well, you know, if I'm going to continue to pay these $5.50 for this, you know, grande ice coconut milk latte, let me put some money into Starbucks. She's making income from Starbucks. And for me, again, I am proud of my portfolio performance, but I'm more proud of hers. I'm more proud of you. If you are someone, now I ain't proud of you if you've been listening and you ain't been doing nothing. But if you are someone that I get, you know, some of your responses, Danny Magnino, Danny, someone that he listened to my stock tip Tuesday, talking about Neo, did his own research. Now he's able to see some profit off it. Uh, some of my students that are in my Asian Academy, you know, they listen to certain episodes, put what I said into, you know, practice. They able to see some fruit from it, able to see some income from it. Shout out my man, Rodney, Rodney Chance. Rodney is another one. Listen to a few episodes on the podcast, tuned in. Did his own research. Ronnie's made some money off of some investments. And so for me, that's what makes me most proud is when I'm able to get some of this feed, feedback from other people, not just myself. I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. You know, Lord willing, I'm 65. I'm able to live that long. We're able to live that long. Roman's going to be solid. I taught him this the other day. And it's not just investment. It's the mindset of all things. It's the mindset. That's what I want to teach people through the Stock Tip Tuesday is it's not just about giving stocks like, hey, think about this company or that company just so you can put in money and make money and take it out. That's not what it's about. I don't even take out my money. Okay, so the money that's in there, you know, January, February, if the market tanks, my portfolio is taking. It might go down to 50%. It might go down 40%. I'm in this thing until 2060, 2075 if I'm able to live that long. All this, you know, investment I have, it's not for personal gain anyways. It's for the little men. Y'all see here. Y'all see here, that's Roman right here, okay? So my Robinhood account, you might as well call it the Roman Hood account because that's all Roman's bread. But, you know, for me, even, you know, on Christmas, for us, we say, you know, right now we're not, a, we're not in a position where we want to be spending money on gifts. Like, Lay doesn't need anything. I don't need anything material-wise. All these are love, affection, and attention. And so what we decided to do, one, is we did these little tickets, which I might be able to talk on later on in the episode or might get out on YouTube, whatever it can be. But for Roman... Roman don't need no new toys. He need a new toy. He done with it in 20 seconds. Okay. What I do for Roman's Christmas. First Christmas, I bought him a share of Amazon. One share. I Roman one share of Amazon. And he's going to have it till whenever he wants to sell it. I'm going to give that to him when he's 18. You're good. I don't know what it's going to be at that at that point. Right now it's about 3300 Maybe it's at 5000 Maybe it's at 10000 Maybe it's at 20000 I don't know. But I know come you know, 18 years from now, Roman's going to be good because dad was able to be operate with prudence, operate with forethought in regards to his finances and just want to look out for my little man. So there's that. There's that in uh, a couple of companies that I did want to bring to mind.
for 2020 that have really just blessed. As I mentioned, Neo, Neo was one, um, Peloton, another, uh, Apple, another company that's just, I spoke on Apple multiple times. If you follow me on Instagram, I've been talking about Apple since like 2015, 2016. Apple has just continued to be a no-brainer. Tesla, um, I'm trying to think, I want to give you all something maybe different. Uh, a Zoom, Zoom, when COVID came around, I started going on Zoom. I realized, well, shoot, I'm on Zoom. I might as well get in. Average cost around $100, Zoom's in the 300s right now. Price has been going down a little bit, but when you're able to operate with some prudence, when you're able to take a look around at society, you kind of figure out what's going on. You may be able to put yourself in a uh, just a beneficial situation. That's another thing I want to put down on my list is the different understanding that investing is not just about the share price. It's not just about looking at the graph, but also being able to look at the, oh, let me see. Also being able to look at the economic outlook of everything going on in the world. You know, we came in March, COVID came, okay? COVID came, everything tanked. Everything tanked, 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 tanked. Doesn't matter what sector you're in, everything tanked. An investor that operates with, operates with prudence. Now, for me, it took a while. It wasn't until really April and May that I kind of figured out, okay, COVID ain't going nowhere. I need to adjust my account accordingly. But someone that's able to kind of see like, yo, COVID has changed the game. People aren't flying as much anymore. People are doing more from home. Technology's picking up. People are on the phones more, looking at screens. Maybe you want to move your money into a, a sector that can take advantage of that, okay? COVID ain't going anywhere, folks. I know we got the vaccine, but same thing, like with Lid, with the Peloton. Lid kind of figured, well, you know, okay, I bought the Peloton, that's great, but you know, other people might not be going to the gym as much. Other people during this six, seven, eight months while they're home might be realizing, hey, you know, I might be able to work out from home without paying that gym membership. You know, it's kind of easier to be able to go into the living room, hop on the bike, then drive up 20 minutes to go through this class. They put a little bit more money into Peloton. Trend, for me, one trend that I'm long, super long term, veganism, if that's a word, don't know, beyond me. Uh, I wish Impossible Burger would put out an IPO, but companies that are getting into the future, essentially, electric vehicles, okay, electric vehicles, I put an episode, electric vehicles, Blink Charging, BLNK, Blink, Blink is a company, I think when I put out the episode on EV, Blink might have been around 11 to $12, I could be underestimated, but it wasn't what it is now, okay, I want to say my average cost is like 11.50, Blink's in the 40s, okay, Blink Charging, all they do, you know, they help, literally, Blink Charging, electric vehicle charging, swap stations, or battery charges, uh, Switchback Energy is another one. So both of those I research. You know, I'm not the I'm not the expert. I know I got my money in there though. Okay, so Switchback Charging, Blink Charging. Uh, I'm still a believer in the marijuana industry. And so for me, you know, being able to take a look at what's going on in the world is critical. It's critical. You know, a lot of people kind of gave Warren Buffett some uh, some uh, I'm not sure the term. You know, Warren sold all, a lot, all I think all of his airline shares. When COVID came, a lot of people, oh, why do you do that? Airlines are going to rebound, even myself. You know, I thought the airline rebound was going to be a lot quicker. It's going to take some time, man. It's going to take some time. And being able to kind of see, like, Warren Buffett operated with some forethought. Okay, now, I think he also has some insider trading. That's neither here nor there. But when you're able to just kind of sit back, take a look. Okay, what's going on in the world? What are the trends in the world? Let's move forward with that. Like, one company that I'm eyeing right now is Redfin. Redfin. You know, where people are be able to buy, sell homes, things of that nature. Uber, Uber, hello. Uber, not just the Uber Eats, but 
Uh, Uber has a few things. I'm not going to talk too much on it because I don't want to just devote too much time to one company. I'll just research Uber. I think 2021 is going to be a really good year for Uber. So that's another to consider. Uh, you know, even, uh, let's see, uh, AMD, Advanced Micro Devices. Is that? I should know that. But AMD is a ticker symbol. You know, for some of y'all that have phones, iPhones, Google phones, who makes the phones? Okay. I know we might be invested in Apple, but who makes the products that, you know, help Apple do what they do? And so for me, you know, I guess it's an encouragement. And take some time right now, map out yourself. What trends do we see for 2021 already happening? As well as on the flip side, you know, this vaccine is already out. This vaccine is something that I think people are going to be getting more and more of. But that's it. If the vaccine, you know, does become, you know, super public and we go back to life, maybe look at some sectors, not go back to life, but go back to perhaps what life kind of was like. What are some sectors right now or companies that are beaten down where you can look at the chart, you still believe it has value to where maybe you're able just to put a small amount of your money in. That comes back to the airline, to a Boeing, <clears throat> is maybe one day we do go back to as many flights as we were taking. Once everyone, not everyone, because I ain't getting it, but when a lot of people get this vaccine, maybe you want to put some money into there. Uh, I would even look at, you know, I guess another thing, just again, talking about the trends, is when you look at what some of these companies that are invested are involved with, uh, you know, just television entertainment. You know, you got Roku TV has been absolutely snapping, okay? Roku, doing this thing. Netflix, been doing this thing. Um, I'm even thinking, you know, we're, we're online. We're talking, supposedly we have a coin shortage and some of these places don't have cash anymore. Okay, well, if they don't have cash and I'm paying digitally, who are, who's collecting the processing fees, okay? Who owns Venmo? You should think about that. Figure it out on your own. <clears throat> you know, you got PayPal, you got a Square. Square has been, again, just going insane. And I just, I guess, like I said, an investor that operates with prudence can kind of see like, yo, we're moving away from cash transactions. We're moving away from coins. That digital transaction is something that I think you might want to tap into. And that brings me to another point. Earlier today, y'all hope y'all taking some notes because I'm going. Uh, earlier today, I just saw Russell Okun. Russell Okun, I want to say he got paid half of his NFL salary in Bitcoin. Russell Okun has been someone that's been touting Bitcoin for years, same as myself, been in since 2018. And right now, Bitcoin is at $26,000, like $26,000 for a Bitcoin, okay? So you talk about financial gains, losses. At one point, I have five Bitcoins. I have five of them. Short-sighted, when Bitcoin tanked, I want to say this was at the end of 2018 or 2019, one or two. Can't, I don't know why I can't recall that. But when Bitcoin tanked, I sold. I sold. Not all of it. So still got my hand bought back in, things of that nature. But if I would have just held, like I tell y'all, if I would have just held, this was something I believe in. I still believe in the technology. I believe in Bitcoin as a currency. I believe in just everything Bitcoin stands for and the freedom that it gives us. If I would have held right now, those five Bitcoin that I sold at that point, maybe for 20 grand, they're worth 125 grand. Okay, so the long game, the long game, you know, got to be able to defeat that psychology. Now, if you need to sell your stocks or whatever because you got bills, which I have, is what it is. No hate on that. But, you know, when you can see what Bitcoin is doing, I'll, I'll talk about this because I know a lot of people are not really that well versed. Bitcoin, I've been studying for years now. And basically what Bitcoin is and why I believe in it. If you look right now, government's in debt, trillion dollars in debt, cash, right? Got this coin shortage, supposedly, whatever. You got some of these companies no longer taking cash. What we are seeing right now is 
the devaluation of the dollar. The devaluation of the dollar. So all that, you know, that cash you're getting paid, one day the dollar, to me, I don't know if it's gonna be my lifetime, Roman's lifetime, is gonna be worthless. Okay, it's gonna be worthless. And I think that is a concept that is really hard for people to understand because someone my age, we've always had the dollar, always been the dollar. Someone my parents' age, always been the dollar. <clears throat> However, and this is something I learned in high school, okay? History class, US history, Freedom High School. We don't understand that there was a point where there was not a dollar. You know, we've used coins as exchange. We've used coins as exchange, okay? Silver, gold, whatever it can be. I don't, we've used spices, okay? If you don't know what the Silk Road is, Silk Road, you need to Google it, okay? We used to literally trade spices in exchange for clothes, in exchange for housing, things of that nature. Just spices to spice up our food. We trade it for currency, okay? And I'm sure they also had different, you know, things that went along with that. But what we need to understand is there's always been an exchange of value, okay? The dollar itself is made up. I watched a YouTube video, it's basically saying how it's like, I think five or six families basically just made up the whole treasury, all of that, okay? It's a piece of paper. One day there will come a day where it's worthless. And then all that money that you're saving in retirement, <clears throat> whatever it could be, or for your children, it really might not be worth much. So for me, a perfect hedge for that, if that does happen, if a true, digital revolution happens and in my head it's already happening okay it's already happening right before our eyes a lot of people cannot see it bitcoin to me is a place where you should at least have a small part of your portfolio okay even if it's just a minute amount even if it's just one percent of your net worth i think it's a no-brainer uh, i think again and i'm not going to dive too far into it but i think when we look at the state of the world when we look at Bitcoin's ability to continue to hold its value, when you look at Bitcoin's universability, I don't know if that's a term, but the fact that it doesn't matter if you're in India, you're in Australia, you're in Africa, you're in Antarctica, Bitcoin is Bitcoin. Okay, it's no exchange rates. That's what it is. And a big kicker there, I might have mentioned this, limited supply. There's a limited supply of Bitcoin. There will not be any more made ever. The dollar cannot say that, okay? The dollar cannot say that. Going back to the shoes, a shoe that has a hundred pair versus a hundred thousand pair, that hundred pair is gonna be valued, skyrocketed, okay? So, <clears throat> I'm just saying, okay, if we look at this message here, come 2025, 2035, and Bitcoin is at a hundred thousand, 150,000, 200,000, whatever it might be, don't be surprised. That's all I'm saying. Do not be surprised as well if the government comes out with their own cryptocurrency and then your money's worthless. That's all I'm saying. I don't know, I have cash. I don't want it to be worthless, okay? But I do know I also got some Bitcoin too and that thing going up and up and up. Okay, what else we got? Uh, next, so I threw a lot of companies out here. I'm touching on a lot of points, not too much left. I always get the question, well, Joshua, where do I start? Where do I start? I wanna invest, where do I start? Okay, get you a brokerage account. I don't care where, whether it's Robinhood, Schwab, E-Trade, whoever else, whatever else there is. For me, my mindset, I was talking with a lawyer of a player and he was grilling me, asking me all these questions about finances and I kind of told him, I was like, look, I don't really believe in a financial advisor. I don't really believe in just giving someone $100,000 Now we're obviously talking about NFL players. I don't believe in that. I believe in financial education. And, but he was kind of picking my brain, well, what does that look like? You know, what is basically asking me what is my investing philosophy? 
First thing I said, I'll tell anybody, same thing I tell my clients, tell my students, S&P 500. S&P 500. If you don't know what the S&P 500 is, there's a, if you just Google it, there's like a 10, 11 minute video that explains it to a T and buy you, <clears throat> buy you one share. Just one share. Just start with one share. Maybe give you two, three, four months, buy another share. Two, three, four months, buy another share. Because if the dollar does not do what I think it will, the S&P 500 is going to be your safe haven. Uh, as I mentioned before, it lasts 80 plus years. Every year it's average 8% increase. 8%. Your bank account averages zero. Okay, inflation averages like 1% or 2% roughly there. S&P 500, 8%. There are no guarantees when it comes to your money, but it's the closest thing that is a guarantee. Uh, now, I do believe come 2021, 2022, we're going to see a slowdown because the S&P has been dominating this year. Uh, I do think we're going to see a slowdown in the percentage. It's got to get back. Like I said, the average has been 8%. I want to say it's up maybe 20 plus percent. I don't know. I don't have the chart in front of me. So I do believe maybe 2021 could be 2021 could be a rough year. I'm not sure. Maybe it's 2022. But I do think we will see some sort of slowing down of the pace with the S&P 500. However, over the course of your life, and that's what we're going for, okay? It's not just one year, not five years. The course of your entire life. I think it's a place that you should have some of your income, some of your money, and just, you know, be able to start picking up some of that residual income. Just, you know, set it and forget it. Uh, <clears throat> man, my voice keeps cracking. And really the last thing, I know I've touched on a lot. Hopefully this wasn't too much. Just wanted to make sure I was able to be decisive in this conversation. Didn't want to elongate anything. It's just a few resources that I've written. People ask me, well, what do I watch? YouTube. Go on YouTube, man. Go on YouTube. Watch a video. 30 minute, hour. Watch Tony Robbins, Seven Simple Steps of Financial Freedom. Listen to Ray Dalio talk. Dave Ramsey has his own show, so it's not just about investing. If you're somebody that's in debt, go to Dave Ramsey, okay? If you're someone, you're trying to figure out different retirement vehicles, Tony Robbins, go to him, okay? Uh, Ray Dalio's on here. Who else on Twitter, okay? Twitter has been a, ooh, thank you. There are so many individuals that have opinions. But also, there are some good experts that just put out their knowledge for free. Like, go on Twitter. Like I mentioned with Neo. Neo has made me a good chunk of change. And that's not all because, but the seed was planted scrolling one day on Twitter, social media, just on my couch. And so for me, you know, I mean, there's books. You got The Millionaire Next Door, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, I mean, there's a whole variety of books that you can get into. Podcast, School of Greatness has some financial minds on there. Impact Theory has, Impact Theory has financial minds on there. Agent Talk has a financial mind on here, okay? Hashtag Stock Tip Tuesday. But that's really it. You know, I, I just kind of wanted to put something out. Uh, big believer that, uh, you know, for those that are willing to do what it takes, wealth can be had. Wealth can be had. But I've also realized that there's a reason they call the 1% the 1%. And it's not all because that gave them this big old loan, okay? They're really willing to put in the work, but they also understand wealth, understand finances, okay? Some now they do be robbing and doing all these backsliding and all this stuff. For you though, if you wanna to get to the 1% threshold for you, like I tell my guys, everyone, we have this threshold, okay? Threshold of influence, marketing threshold, of talent, whatever it can be, right here. We all also have a financial threshold. It's right here, the space, right here, about the side of my head, okay? Most of us settle for being in this threshold. Now, your threshold might hit right here might be making in a hundred grand a year. That could very well be, and that's great. But, like we talked about with the percentages, you might only be at 10% of your threshold 
40% of your threshold. Why not get to that top 1%, okay? Whatever that looks like for you. And the only way we get there, utilizing the financial vehicles that are at hand, you know, gaining that wisdom. Read the book of Proverbs, okay? Everything goes back to the word. I mean, you could read even with Joseph. This man, Joseph in Egypt, they had seven years of harvest. Seven years of harvest. He said, I'm going to save one-fifth. I'm going to save one-fifth. Keep saving one-fifth. Here came seven years of famine. Where did everyone go? It went to Joseph because Joseph was smart with his bread, literally. Okay, so for you on the other end, again, this is just an encouragement for you all that's listening to this. Again, I'm not a financial advisor. Do your own research. You know, take some time, get into books, gain some wisdom. But for me, again, I just wanted to bring something to the table where hopefully if you're watching this, you can leave this dialogue, leave this conversation perhaps better than you entered it. Hopefully I gave you something that you could take forward moving into 2021. And just my encouragement this year, let's really hone in because one thing Zig Ziglar said, he said, you know, at the end of the day, there's diamonds everywhere. You're a believer in God. If you are, you might not be. And if you're not, we can have some other discussions. But what he was talking about is, you know, God left his diamonds, not for Satan's minions, but for his children. Okay. There's a whole lot of evil people out here getting to the money. And with money comes influence. For me, I'm trying to get it so that I can have positive influence, that I can positively influence my wife's life, Roman's life, those that are around me, generations to come. And it's just about being intentional and just really having that as a mission that sits on your heart to say, look, I don't want to be rich. I do want to be wealthy. And the only way you get to wealth is taking the right steps, operating with prudence, gaining some wisdom and putting it into action. So that's all I got. You know, like I said, I'm not a financial advisor, but I am a financial investor. And I just want you to be great. This is Joshua Grady, hashtag Stock Tip Tuesday. If you could leave a review, a like, a comment, any of those things, I would greatly appreciate it. And aside from that, we out.